and welcome to Zombie Kitty Podcast and Happy Halloween! Um, I'm recording this fairly early but I'll be releasing this on Halloween. So yeah, Happy Halloween! Um, I'll be in London by the time this comes out so I I won't really hear the re- see the reaction to this for a while, for a couple of days yet. Um, but I thought, you know, it's Halloween best film to watch would be a Halloween film this is for the new one this is not for the original film this is for the 2018 version which I this is going to be I'm not going to do much of an intro for this one because I don't have too much to say Um, this is something that I wasn't really interested in seeing until the first trailer came out and then I was like actually it looks pretty decent this has been getting some really weird reviews <laughs> a lot of people have been saying that it's absolute shit some people have been saying it's amazing I really have no idea what to expect I'm kind of excited but kind of like okay I'm not, I'm not how I was like before Venom Venom was a bit different because Venom I, I hold that character quite close to my heart so it's a bit different um, I didn't really grow up on the Halloween franchise or anything like that um I think I was quite late to that franchise, actually. I think my friend only showed it to me, like, a few years ago. So, but I really like the original film. I like even Season of the Witch, which was the the third film, which didn't have Michael Myers in it. And I really like that one as well. Yeah, I don't really have too much to say for this one. Don't really know what to expect, because it's been getting mixed reviews and mixed sort of responses. So I don't really know what to think. Um, I have had a couple of people say, don't go and see it, but... No, I'm going to. I'm going to go see it and we'll see what it's like. So I'll see you guys in a mo. And I'm out. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was okay. I don't. I didn't think it was shit, but I didn't think it was amazing or phenomenal or anything. For I'm just going to say this now. I'm going to go just straight into spoilers because there's quite a lot of stuff at the end I want to talk about. Um, I liked all the references to the original film that they did so like the title sequence was very was pretty much like the same font and the same sort of you know aesthetic as the original film which i really enjoyed seeing the score kept the same halloween theme and even in the end credits they had like an updated version which i really really liked and i think also like the halloween theme is probably my favorite horror theme next to the saw one so because it's it's great and hearing it on like the big screen is just fantastic they even had like the original version with like the kids singing as well all of the kids talking at the beginning <coughs> which i thought was really cool to hear because so i i sort of heard it while uh, it was when michael gets into Haddon Haddonfield. um and i was like oh wait a minute they've actually put the original version in there that's so cool that's really cool to do that there's a lot of other references and stuff to the original film as well so like it's a very sort of i want to say 80s style looking slasher film like it it wouldn't look out of place if it was released back in the 80s like it's very sort of slow moving and um suspenseful and you have a lot of these like you really believe that michael is this sort of the shape as they call it which laurie strode even references to and you really feel like he's this sort of shadow in the, the darkness like sort of creeping up on people um and there's even shots where he saw there's one shot or well, a couple of shots that i really liked where it was all one one take 
and he was standing outside this woman's house and sort of looking in and you could see his reflection in the window and then the camera never moved from the window and you could see the woman inside talking on the phone and you could see there was another window in the far distance you could see him outside the house like walking around but it never focused on it which I really liked there was shots like that where it's like it doesn't really focus on him it's just like if you don't notice it you know it won't focus on it so you have to kind of pay attention and I really really liked that about this as well but I thought the whole thing to do with the doctor uh Sir Michael's doctor in that in that in this film I can't remember his name. He took over from Dr. Loomis after, obviously, Dr. Loomis died in the original film. But I didn't really... Because you get near... I suppose sort of halfway through the film and you find that the Doctor kind of admires Michael, just finds his case really interesting. And then he ends up killing a police officer and is like, oh, okay, I understand why you kill now. Like, this actually feels good. And he puts on the mask. But it's only for like a moment because then Michael like wakes up and kills him and I thought that that did not need to be here like the whole sort of subplot with the doctor did not need to be here I really didn't need that and that's another that's probably a problem I have with the film is that I felt like this was a little bit too long especially at certain parts I was sort of checking the time every now and again um there were some parts that caught sort of dragged and even in the third act when Laurie sort of wandering around the house trying to find Michael like that bit just took ages and I was like you know when you tend to see yourself up for a jump scare and it took too long so by that point I got past that I was like okay let's just get this over because I'm getting bored <laughs> um, and I get what they were trying to do they were trying to rank rack the tension up but after a while you kind of just you need to release that and it took way too long to get to that point at that in that particular scene. Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis was fantastic in this. Like, she was fantastic. Um, all of the actors were actually great in this. I didn't really feel like there was anyone who was a bad actor in this. I all thought they actually did their roles pretty well and pretty convincingly. Jamie Lee Curtis, the guy who played Michael Myers, and also the score and the soundtrack is probably the highlights of this film. The soundtrack and the score were fantastic and it really sort of elevated the film as well and gave it like that sort of um, tense atmosphere. And that was probably like my favourite parts of this film. Like my favourite part of this film was like the soundtrack and the score. The cinematography was really good as well. Like visually this was gorgeous to look at. Um, and even with like the colours, like a lot of the time it was a very dark, you know, lighting wise, a very dark film. But then you did have like reds and blues and stuff, which was really nice to look at and then obviously when he gets to Haddonfield on Halloween night it's um like oranges and you know Halloween colours and stuff like that and it all looked really really good like all really like visually interesting I put down a quote one of Alison's friends so Alison is the granddaughter of Laurie Strode and Alison's one of her friends one point near the beginning they start talking about Michael Myers and her, her her grandmother and the friend goes like this guy only killed five people I don't see what the big deal is now um and he it brings up a good point <laughs> because it is a bit like well why is this such a big deal but at the same time you understand from Laurie's perspective of like why she's so protective like her house is just filled with like security cameras and locks and padlocks and all this lot 
Liz like, well, and then you find out later that her house is basically a trap to trap and kill Michael, which is really cool to see as well, like seeing that all come to life. But it's like, from her perspective, you get why she's like that, because it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, he only killed five people, but they were her five of her friends and he tried to kill her. So it's like, okay, well, it's a personal thing. Like, if you were in that situation, you probably understand as well. I mean, honestly, like, the third act was probably the most interesting part. Like, once once Michael got into Haddonfield and started killing people, and then once sort of Laurie and the other characters got to Laurie's house and it was, you know, Laurie fighting against him, like, that was where it got interesting. Like, I understand at the same time you need to set it all up, but it was getting to a point where I was like, okay, come on, let's get to, let's get to the good bits. <laughs> Um, the two journalists at the beginning, I think they mentioned they're doing a podcast or something. Which also, that didn't make sense to me either, going back onto the quote I mentioned. Like, I don't understand why this case is still being discussed. Because these two journalists at the beginning, they are just like, oh, we're trying to investigate why this happened 40 years ago and blah blah blah. But if it happened 40 years ago, surely no one would really give a shit anymore? Which sounds awful, but... It's like, if there's no new information or anything, people will just forget about it. I don't know. I don't know how. I, I kind of didn't buy that. The other thing I didn't buy is in the opening scene when they go to that asylum to meet Michael. And the guy has his mask. And he bring, it's in the trailer as well, so I'm not spoiling... I mean, I've been spoiling things every, anyway, but still, this is in the trailer. And he brings out the mask. And, like, all of the other inmates start going a bit nuts as if it has, like, a supernatural power. And even the guy's going like, oh, it has a hold on you, doesn't it? Because it's a part of you. I was like, wait, hang on a fucking minute. So this film, this film is basically, when it, when it first got announced, it was basically, Blumhouse said that, you know, this is to take place after the first film, but ignore the rest of the films, okay? So that means that the whole supernatural subplot of Michael was never introduced into this timeline. So how the fuck... Or why the fuck have you introduced a supernatural thing into this straight away? It doesn't actually make any sense. And that really pissed me off right from the get-go. And that was the blooming opening scene. <laughs> so I was just like... And then they never bring it up again. I was like, wait, what? Like, that doesn't make sense. Why have you done that? Also, you do end up seeing the, the shape's face. Um, or Michael's face. In, like, one shot. It's quick, but it's there. And I kind of didn't want to see that. I, I honestly thought they were going to have the whole... Th up until he has wears the mask, I thought <coughs> you were going to have it where you don't see the guy's face until he puts the mask on and then you see his head. But you do end up seeing the the face in, like, a quick shot. I was like, oh, okay, then we know what he looks like. Which, I don't know. Because even in the original film, again, he's referred to as the shape in the script. It's not supposed to be... The villain's not supposed to be seen as human. He's supposed to be seen as this monster. But the moment you put a face to that, it's like, okay, well, he's he's just a human who's a bit cuckoo. So, I don't know, I kind of... I don't think that was a very good decision. <laughs> um, also, those two journalists at the beginning die, like, 20 minutes or half an hour into the film, which I did not expect at all. I thought they were going to be, you know, there throughout the whole thing. So I didn't quite expect that. He Also, he kills, like, way more people in this film than in the original one. And he kills a child. There's a scene as well where he goes into a house, kills a woman, which is, I think, a replica of one of the um, original scenes from the original film. 
and then he goes upstairs and hears a baby crying and literally the whole audience was like no don't do it thankfully he doesn't but we were we were just there like no don't kill the baby that's going a bit too far you killed a kid but <laughs> come on also this is quite like fairly humorous as well which i quite liked like there was a bit of humor in it and the audience reaction was quite good as well like i liked that they injected it's not much but they injected a little bit of humor into this it kind of made it fun like the film knew it was going to be like a fun slasher film i just felt it dragged on a little bit too much and it could have been shorter i mean this film's an hour and 45 minutes i would have put it an hour and 20 to be honest um take the whole plot line with the doctor out maybe just kill him straight away when the when the bus crashes i would have been fine with that because his sort of subplot went nowhere so i was like okay well, what's the point in you you don't need to be here i don't really have anything else to say like it's a very simple slasher film much like sort of in the same vein as the original one which i really liked like there it shows that the film is aware of the source material and wants to be respectful to it and i really appreciate that at the same time i didn't think it was amazing but i didn't think it was absolute shit i would still say like watch it if you haven't seen it yet maybe go see it tonight because <laughs> it'll be halloween night by the time i release this episode but yeah i don't actually have like with the last episode i don't have a trailer talk for this one there isn't really any trailers that I want to talk about. And to be honest, for some reason, all of the trailers that they showed before Halloween were all Disney films. So I was a bit confused by that one. I don't really get that. <laughs> and I got really confused. I thought I was in the wrong screen. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Why are we just watching Disney films, uh, Disney film trailers? But yeah, I don't really have any film trailers to talk about. So I'm just going to end the episode here. But that was Halloween. If you have any film suggestions for me of what you think I should watch or just look out on the podcast, please let me know. I have a Twitter, which is at ZKittyPodcast. I also have a website, which is zombiekittypodcast.wordpress.com. I also have an email, which is zombiekitty182 at gmail.com. And I'm also on SoundCloud and iTunes. But thank you all for listening, and I will see you all soon. Bye!